welcome to Metaverse Cast. In this episode, I'm talking to Sophie from an event called Tech Barbecue in Copenhagen, Denmark. The event is tomorrow and is two days packed with discussions and panels about the future of tech. And of course, there's also going to be some talk about metaverse and whatever the heck that is i'm going to be there and i'm looking forward to see what's actually going to happen you know what are people talking about because metaverse is all over the place and i'm kind of in the middle of the bubble so i see it all the time so i'm pretty curious to see in this tech startup event you know how much is metaverse actually taking up the discussion and what are people saying about it. So I'm gonna be all ears at the event and hopefully I'm going to connect with some interesting people who will have some interesting points of view about our digital future and the metaverse for future episode. But let's hear what Sophie had to say about Tech Barbecue. Hello, Sophie, and thank you for taking the time. Hi, Jesper. Nice to meet you. You are from Tech Barbecue that's happening in when this podcast comes out. It's going to be tomorrow, right? Yes, yes. The, uh, the 14th and the 15th of September. So right around the corner. Awesome. And, and uh, what's your role at, the, at Tech Barbecue and what's uh, Tech Barbecue all about? So I'm uh, the head of partnerships at Tech Barbecue. I oversee all the partnerships that we do. And it's partners from big corporates like Google and Meta to community players, to cluster organizations and to startups and scale-ups that we collaborate with, with all of the activities that we are doing. And why do we partner with all of these uh, different stakeholders? We do it to join efforts for entrepreneurship. We do lots of activities throughout the year to engage with the Nordic startup ecosystem. But of course, we have our big flagship or lighthouse throughout the year, which is the Tech Barbecue Summit happening tomorrow and the day after tomorrow. We have been around for around 10 years. We are having our 10th event this year. We, it all started out as a barbecue, and now it's a barbecue over tech, and now it's trade market, and of course, that's what we're going to keep doing. So we will have a big barbecue in the, the Lokomotivwerkstedt, big venue, the old uh, train workshop in southern Copenhagen, where we will gather a lot of entrepreneurs, corporates, investors, uh, community players, public, private stakeholders, everyone who is engaged in the Nordic startup tech ecosystem. And there will, of course, also be a barbecue this year. We have the lovely guys over at Warpix and Mikela helping you to bring the barbecue to the tech. So they will all meet up and it will be all about networking, meeting each other, um, sharing knowledge. We have a lot of panels going on uh, around six or seven stages. And of course, a lot of side events. So we do everything we can to make people connect, maybe 
People will come there, they will meet their new business partner, their co-founder, their next investor or business case to invest in. And hopefully everyone will leave a bit more inspired and having their lead list fully booked. So uh, they have a lot of people to contact after the events. So that's very short. I could keep going. We also do other stuff throughout the year, but uh, I think we should focus on uh, the big event happening tomorrow as it is our biggest activity that we uh, engage in. Sounds great. Uh, what is the, you know, everybody is talking at the moment, you know, here and there about this weird word called the metaverse. And uh, I'm curious, have you had any metaverse related activities going on before this year? Uh, yes, we have had a few. Uh, we have had a few panels uh, on metaverse and the new digital age, uh, so to say, Web 3.0 um, last year, as I recall, and also the year before in 2020, we were yeah, speaking about being digital, we were purely digital because of the because of COVID. So we did our entire summit online, um, but we we definitely haven't had as much focus on it as this year, um, where we will have several panel debates, fireside chats, and keynotes around the around the metaverse. And what is your sensation about you know what people are looking for? at the moment, you know, what was your thoughts around uh, the process of which activities to do and, uh, you know, what they would answer? Yeah, so what we usually do as is that after each year, we, uh, we, we come together, uh, the entire team, um, and this is especially a big task for the program team. There is a dedicated program team in Tech Barbecue that takes care of all of the programming of the stages. And there is a big research uh, research going on, like what are the trends, what are the mega trends, and what are the future trends, and um, how, how does the tech ecosystem look like now, and how would it potentially look like in a year? So we sit down and we try the best we can um, to analyze what would be the hot topics, and uh, definitely uh, this year it will be uh, it will be much about the metaverse. It will be much about Web 3.0, um, uh, much about how does the new digital age look like. We have as our overarching theme we have discovery. So discovery it's about embracing the very core of what makes us human, our curiosity, our drive to discover, to explore, and uh, definitely the metaverse and Web 3.0 is something to explore. We're also gonna talk a lot about climate, climate change, how can tech, um, how can tech help climate change and help fight it. But when we talk about the metaverse and Web 3.0, I believe that there is still a lot to explore. It's still a topic where people are quite uncertain about it, like where to put it and how are we going to harness and how are we going to use it? Um, so that's why we're definitely, that's why we're going to talk about it this year because uh, people are still very curious about it. 
They want to discover more what it can do and also maybe what it can't do and see if it has this great potential. Like it's a big bus, right? Like uh, everyone is talking about it and uh, no one really knows yet what the future will entail for Metaverse with 3.0, whether it would be a huge success or it will be a big flop. So we're, we're trying to do our best to explore it, how, uh, how it can, um, how it can affect us as, uh, as humans, as businesses. So, yeah. So can you mention uh, some of the interesting activities that people should attend if uh, they are curious about this whole metaverse thing? Yes. So this year we have a partnership with Copenhagen Future Studies. They are exploring and researching, doing some real nice research on how does the future look like? What are the mega trends trying to predict? What the people are interested in and especially within the tech space. And uh, we have a great, uh, we're gonna have a great panel where uh, Sophie Wittwell from Copenhagen Future Studies is gonna be a part of it. It's, um, it's gonna be about the macro of the metaverse. What is the realism, the opportunities and the challenges with the uh, metaverse if we look on it at a macro landscape perspective, uh, like what can it do for us in the future of work? What are the pros and cons, its potentials, its limits? So it's kind of like this very um, helicopter perspective on the metaverse. Um, and here we will, of course, uh, as I mentioned before, we'll have Sophie Wittwell. She will be uh, she will be a part of it. We will also have uh, Emma uh, Ritterstad, co-founder and CEO at Warpin the Swedish uh, virtual reality, augmented reality and extended reality company that has uh, collaborated with a lot of big uh, clients like H&M, Disney, Ferrari. We will also have on that panel, uh, Amy Peck, the CEO and founder of Endeavor XR, which is uh, also a leading global VR and AR strategy and consulting firm. And she's also a recognized futurist. And when we talk about the metaverse, it's a lot about the future. We will also have uh, Dan Berger, who is a co-founder at Shape and CEO at Frontier Collective. And he's one of the pioneer in the technology space and in general a leader within VR, AR and metaverse industry. So that is one of like the more general talks we will have about the, we'll have about the metaverse. And we will also have another talk that is going to go into how is it going to disrupt different uh, different core industries? And it will be a talk about how the metaverse might potentially disrupt or already is disrupting uh, the fashion industry, the fintech industry, the gaming industry, uh, where we will have, uh, I believe he's one of your friends, Morten Rongård, CEO of Reality Plus. Um, as we write in our program text, uh, NFT OG <laughs> yeah. and uh, pioneer in blockchain and, and crypto. Um, and we will also have uh, Ida Kimmer as a moderator, the director of uh, global affairs is Journey, um, who's also a futurist. She works uh, with the newest uh, NFT use cases and Web 3.0. And she will also be giving an interesting keynote also. And we will also have Indra Sharma, who is a partner at the European VC Fund, 
venture capital fund uh, peak. Um, so we have lots of things on the program about the uh, about the metaverse and the web 3.0 and these are some of them. Cool. Do you have a you're working with your partners? Do you have any? Is there a sense of you know a request or curiosity from partners who get involved in stuff that are related to you know this current trend about the metaverse and uh, and I I expect like the uncertainty of what's going to happen. You know what's what's your what's the what's the what's it called? Uh, you know my assumptions about it or yeah but you know what's the what's the talk around the water water cooler you know what are people looking for mm. when you are talking to your partners yeah so there are definitely some of the partners like we have a meta this uh, this year also as partner and they will of course bring uh, some of their newest and uh, cooler ar um, setups also for people to try it out and experience it so we have of course some of these like frontier technology leaders, front runners, um, who are already diving into it. And like, yeah, Meta, they changed name from Facebook to Meta. So they're going all in, right? They really believe in the course. And that also is the same when talking with Google, Microsoft, they're all exploring, investing heavily in it to figure out whether it's going to be a big deal or no deal, so to say. And then we have all of these other especially corporate partners that are, um, that are getting super engaged and um, really want to know more about the startup tech ecosystem, but they, uh, you can feel they're more, they're more hesitant, um, especially like the SME segment, so small, medium-sized uh, enterprises and um, the ones that might not be global, but more Nordic-focused, uh, they they're trying out the waters, they're testing it, seeing does it make sense, uh, sense, doesn't it? Because I think you can also relate it to the big VR, uh, AR hype. Uh, I feel like it has been going on for at least 10 years now, right? And uh, it's still uh, it's still hard to see um, like big uh, unicorns within that space, VR and AR. So like that is also, I think that's, I can kind of feel that people are trying to, connect or do par draw parallels between the metaverse and the VR AR hype. They're like, is it going to be like the big new thing that changes everything? Or is it going to be something that's going to take years to develop and to harness the fruits of? Because um, companies are still very hesitant when it comes to VR and AR and whether to use it or not. Or, and even just quest like questions like, does it even make sense to us? Should we even go in into that space? Um, so there are many of them. They are, yeah, they're being very careful as uh, as corporates can be. Um, yeah. And then of course there are a lot of uh, startups and scale ups, and they also have a completely different structure that allows them to explore the space. And they're much more agile, and they're able to to act fast and to pivot if they need to. So they're much more exploring and being explorative within the space. So it, it's all a matter of perspective, but I'm also myself very curious to see whether the metaverse is gonna go like the VR, AR curve, um, or if it's gonna be like a big bang, so to say. Um, yeah, it's gonna be very interesting. Yeah, yeah, I think 
most people are beginning to agree that because of the techno technological requirements of this ready player one thing uh, that people are always talking about is is way bigger than than most people imagine it is so people are talking about that the access to uh, the metaverse is probably going to come first through our pockets you know through our phones and you know other gadgets like uh, watches and, and and things like that and we will access things mostly uh, through our phones a lot of companies have already done you've probably seen these like uh, ar experiments where you just look at stuff through your phone uh, and i think people but it, again, it, it's, it's interesting because it's also, you know, do you define the metaverse as this ready player one thing? Or is it something completely different? Uh, definitely, if the definition is it's the ready player one thing, then we're pretty far out in the future before we'll see anything even remotely close. Uh, but maybe it's not that. Maybe it's something completely different. Yeah, I uh, I totally agree. And I think especially like, the summit uh, that's happening tomorrow is a B2B summit. So it's a purely business, but uh, done with pleasure, so to say. And I think especially if you look at B2B cases, so not B2C cases, but um, like how can other companies benefit from it and use it to watch other companies, right? Using it in their um, selling or sales strategy, um, partner strategy and i think that's uh, that's going to be tough to figure out uh, i think right now there is a much bigger potential for it to be b2c i just saw that the was it disney that just launched uh, the first uh, ar movie where you can uh, watch uh, watch it on your screen through your phone yeah. and uh, the you there will be more features looking through your phone and that's uh, i think that's brilliant from a customer uh, perspective and consumer perspective but I think it's going to be especially hard for the tech companies that are b2b uh, how can you sell the metaverse as a product product or a part of a product to other enterprises um, because are people when you have meetings uh, potential partner meetings uh, business meetings is it something that people will value so much that you use vr and ar and will that get you uh, sold, so to say, yeah. or is it a is it a minor thing in the entire pro in the entire business process? Yeah, that's true. Because the different meeting apps is not really you know it you know Zoom is actually better you know at least for making the connection. It's a, it's a pretty cool gimmick, but if you're meeting people from the first time, uh, you know we're being represented as these. Like Lego-like avatars uh, in a virtual uh, clunky environment is not the coolest thing. But again, we're super early. I think in, in terms of uh, startups and the entrepreneurship, what we see at the moment is that the big ones are buying up smaller uh, technology companies, you know, who, are, who were pioneers in, in this space. And that's probably going to continue uh, for a long time. Uh, that's a little, a little bit B2B uh but still it's it's uh you know this yeah. business world besides of course what you call microsoft's uh hololens 
yeah. where it's very much B2B, uh, but again, uh, that has some issues uh, or, you know, some, some places it's really good and other places it's, it's not that good. Yeah, exactly. And I think uh, like all of these uh, tech companies and scale-ups like that are acquiring um, smaller companies within this field, I think is also at this point, like better safe than sorry, right? Like we need to, we need to act fast if, if something happens and an easy way to act fast is to acquire a company that have those competencies because then they can run with it, right? And yeah. I, but I still think now that many believes uh, that the first meeting you have with potential um, clients, uh, business customers, potential partners, you need to be able to feel each other, uh, whether it's through the screen, but you still have your cameras on or uh, physical. Um, many people have gone back to physical meetings. Many still use uh, lots of different uh, online platforms, but even those still have problems, right? Like uh, I at least experience on a weekly day, weekly basis that uh, either Teams or Google Meets or Zoom uh, have some issues, right? So I think it would be tough for uh, for, do, for doing for doing business uh, online, especially first meetings, if you are an avatar, uh, because you don't really you don't really get the sense of the other person as much. Yeah, at least yet. I'm curious about the next uh, iteration of uh, Google's uh, headset that's supposed to be able to like, uh, you know, film your face expressions uh, so that we might have like a Zoom experience, but there's more like a environment to it instead of just looking at a 2D screen, you know, so some of that could be first steps in, in that direction. Definitely, definitely. And then uh... But I also think, and I think that would be super funny to try out also and uh, to test it. Uh, but I'm also just uh, having done a lot of, uh, having hosted a lot of uh, meetings and uh, have dealt with the, this year we have uh, around 150 partners uh, for our summit. And uh, knowing how, uh, you know, big organizations, uh, how they are to watch change and especially technolo technologically change. Um, it will definitely be, be a struggle, even for Microsoft, uh, who's such, like, such a big uh, company and on the, on the frontier of technology. I think even for them, it will be hard to get organizations to implement um, such technologies. Yeah, I agree. And also most people are talking about that the, the first move of mass adoption is coming from from gaming yeah definitely uh, so gaming industry is much more agile and much more open uh, because uh, gamers are already in that mindset of like trying out new things and having a being very open-minded and have uh, have the fantasy and uh, to also imagine that it can happen compared to a big uh, to a big corporation right yeah yeah, and most of the technology breakthroughs are coming from the gaming space uh, as well. Uh, you know, graphics chips makers and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so, okay, super cool. But that's going to be, that's an interesting question to, uh, you know, hit the road with on the next couple of days to actually see what, you know, people are thinking in a, in a B2B environment about the metaverse and uh, what's the comparison between, 
the B2C mindset currently and the B2B mindset. Definitely, definitely. That's going to be, yeah, it's going to be very interesting. And I'm looking forward to hearing the different panels on it, how it's potentially going to disrupt the way that we do business and the, the different the core industries, if it's going to turn things upside down or if it's going to be like a like a more minor minor field within in each industry where they're disrupting it. Yeah. Great, Sophie. Thank you very much. And uh, I'll see you at the conference. Thank you, Jesper. And yeah, see you there. And just if anybody wants to know more, we're going to put a link to everything in the show notes. Um, so if you are, if you haven't gotten your ticket yet, uh, it's all going to be in the show notes. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. One of the things that stood out to me is something that I had not focused that much on previously, because my focus has been, okay, metaverse, what's going to happen? How is it going to happen? And who's going to be first? You know, what is going to be the one thing that will bring everybody into the metaverse? You know, this one game, you know, people are talking about, you know, there's games like World of Warcraft and Fortnite that actually changed a lot of stuff behind the scenes, both company structure-wise, decision-wise, and technology-wise. What's the game changer that's going to bring everybody into the metaverse? But I didn't consider one thing is B2C, business to consumer, but another thing is B2B, business to business, where things are usually much more conservative. So what can we actually use the metaverse for as business to business? My first thought is, okay, it's going to be marketing. It's going to be PR. It's going to be some kind of attention grabber because that's what the fashion industry are already doing. But they also, they are dealing B2C. So they have potentially some customers there. And it's pretty cheap getting attention right now with doing stuff in the metaverse if you're a B2C brand. So that's easy. But if you're a B2B, you know, what's going to bring your customers into the metaverse? Is that going to be even remotely relevant for you? I'm going to go to the tech barbecue and I'm going to try and see if I can get to talk with a few people and get some opinions on that because that's super interesting. If you know about somebody I should talk to or you are going to be at the tech conference and you want to chat, please don't hesitate to look me up because I'm always eager to hear new opinions and new perspectives from all kinds of people. Thank you very much for listening and see you at the Tech Barbecue.